You're tuning in with your host, Jesse Elliott, to Old Soul in a Young World. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We're here to chop it up about the reality of life of being an old soul. Come in and find yourself, internal wealth. Tune in to Old Soul in a Young World. Old souls, young souls, and all my damn souls in between. Welcome back to season two of Old Soul in the Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. And I'm here tonight starting off season two with a very special guest. Yo, I can't make that up. This bottle's been sitting for hours. It was so lit <laughs> that it had to explode on my hand in season two, episode 33. Um, welcome, Lisa Finelli. Thank you. Thank you for having me. How are you feeling? How are you doing tonight? This is so nice. Thank you so much for having me. It's a beautiful night. It really this is, is like, you know, this is New England fall. It's like, Facts. you know, hot during the day. New England ladies yeah. over here. <laughs> Boston ladies. That's right. And, you know, we kind of switched it up tonight um, for season two. Usually we're in a Vibe podcast studio. Shout out a Vibe podcast. Um, as always. And, you know, tonight we decided to switch it up. You know, do something a little different because we're celebrating a huge event next week. Boston Cannabis Week. That's right. Hey, and we got the co-founder right here for y'all. And, you know, Lisa... I've known you from way back in the day. I don't even know. It kind of all blurs together. I feel like I'm just old now and I'm confused. <laughs> um, but honestly, I really have known you since I felt like I was like a baby, like started doing my artistic shit um, to the point where, you know, Lisa was putting me on to events that I wouldn't have had uh, access to at, at such an age. And like, yo, I will always shout you out for that. <laughs> I have told people about you behind your back. You don't even know it. You don't even know it. Thank you. Um, for Thank real you. though. So uh, I appreciate it that yeah i think i was uh that was i was the booking rock uh, the booking agent at hard rock at that time you were yeah and i was doing we started doing femme fatale boston there and we started booking some other shows there many shows you yeah. had like shit popping i remember every week or every other week it was like another event another event i'm like damn i have to get in on this yeah we were and... it was such a good spot and like no one was bringing hip-hop there because it's near faneuil hall and yeah. it's boston right so uh they let me in there and i think the first one i did was like nappy roots and then we did a bunch of other ones and then we brought red man in yeah and that was like the big show right right um and we did a, a bunch of others in between that did really really well sky zoo i know we had terminology on that stage oh, we had a gosh. whole bunch of people on that stage um so yeah so that was it. yeah that was yeah. back in uh 2015 Yo, stop it. Yeah. Wow, yeah, like six or seven years ago. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, and so for everybody watching, listening in, who maybe doesn't know Lisa, um, if you haven't come across her page somehow or like got involved in her dope-ass events, um, just kind of want to let you know a little bit who she is. Um, she is the founder of Experience Creative, um, the co-founder 
of Boston Cannabis Week um, and so much more. Like we were just talking about the podcast that she put out, just honestly putting on artists. Like I've seen how many female artists that you brought into the game um, that you've put on to the Boston scene. And me as a young woman, that's inspiring to see. And you've always inspired me with pulling people out who maybe like wouldn't have had that. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just want to give you a chance to kind of say who you are to the people. Well, thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. That's so and sweet of you. your cup while you yes, do that. Please do. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, so I am Lisa Finelli Fallon. I am the co-founder and CEO of Boston Cannabis Week. Uh, we also have our creative agency, BCW Beyond, uh, and both of those things are very, very busy right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, starting September 20th to the 26th is the Woo! third Boston Cannabis Week. Uh, we are super so excited. excited. <laughs> I can't believe it's here. Uh, we have uh, seven in-person events happening throughout the week and eight virtual events happening throughout the week. So we have a pretty full schedule. You can see the whole thing at bostoncannabisweek.com. Monday is our golf tournament, BCW Classic. Tuesday is a new event, Fashion on Fire, Sustainable Fashion and Glass Art Gallery. Where is the golf tournament? Uh, That is at Merrimack Valley Golf Club uh, right over in Methuen. Oh, wow. Okay. And then uh, Tuesday is Fashion on Fire at Warehouse in Somerville. Wednesday is the Conscious Community Education Series. Then we're also doing a QA and a with Dinner at Mary's. and we're going to talk a little bit about cuisine and uh, cannabis, which is fun. Yes. Uh, our panels are incredible this year. We're doing... Can a I just shout out Dinner at Mary's? She's uh, supposed to be coming on my podcast at the end amazing. of the month to celebrate she's this. She's a so. partner of Boston Cannabis yeah, Week. Yeah, she's really we dope. Like, she's Sam amazing. Amazing yeah. uh, chef, infused chef. Um, and then we have our industry mixer on Thursday, which is already at capacity. Friday is the Weed Maps block party. Shout out to Weed Maps. Shout out Weed Maps. Uh, Thanks for the bags at the <laughs> event that we went to. At our media for event. real, yeah. <laughs> um, we have on Friday Super Smash Bros and DJ Large Child performing. So that's going to be really fun. Um, Saturday is our uh, Experience Boston Art and Music Festival. Mm-hmm. Hitting our stage, we have Freddie Gibbs, Mick Jenkins, Sky Zoo. What? Terminology, Are you kidding me? Jasmine Red, and Guru Sanal. Excuse me? It's going to be a crazy day. We're really yeah. excited. You, yeah. Your lineup's crazy. Thank you. I, you know what? Is that sold out? Like, how do you get tickets? So What's you going get tickets on? at bostoncannabisweek.com. They All are right. moving fast. I'm so excited Woo! to say they're moving very fast. So go grab your tickets now. Oh, I got to get on there. Um, yeah, there's a very, very limited number of VIP left right now. So yeah. uh, if you want that, you better grab it right now. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Sunday is experience wellness with uh, we have Trill Fit. We're doing cardio dance and restore yoga. Mm. We have Survivor winner Ethan Zahn coming to do a warm up and stretch. And then we're doing an uh, immunity clinic with uh, herbalist and canapreneur Mika Brown. Wow. So we have a very full week. Uh, we have some incredible, incredible partners. I'm so grateful to Apothotherapeutics, Berkshire Roots. Hey. Uh, really, like everybody has been super, super yes. supportive. Um, we just had True Leaf come on board, Green Gold Group come oh. on board. You can see the full list of sponsors and partners. Yo, drop that bomb. We have, we have an incredible something. list. Hey. So amazing. MCR Labs was our very first sponsor, and they have been with us by our side since day one. They have not left. Shout it's out. been amazing. 
So, and this year we're very lucky. So we have uh, Boston Cannabis Week. We also have our creative agency, BCW Beyond, which does uh, packaging and product sourcing and mm-hmm. website development, social media marketing, anything you need, one-stop shop mm-hmm. for uh, businesses emerging in uh, the cannabis community. Wow. So uh, we also, our festival team has grown so we have a number of, of uh, people that have come to work for us this year, which I'm super excited about. Um, and I had the chance to bring in uh, Ned Welbury, Leeds Edutainment, to work with us on booking this year, which was super exciting. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yo. Yeah. So- it got big, and I needed help. And, and not just me, my, my my partner and I were at a point where, like, we need more hands on deck, like, right. now. Um, and we have an amazing team. Uh, Felicia Pigney, Take Flight Strategies, has been running the helm at some of these events. Brandon Matthews is out running our promo. He's literally in the streets right this second, hitting up events, putting our flyers all over Boston. So many um, people contributing yeah. to one cause. Yeah, we're it's now such working. a huge thing. It's amazing. It's we're, grown. We're now working with uh, Lauren Prey, the cannabis Barbie. She's Lauren joined Prey's our the team. One of my friends. Yeah, yeah. So she's, she's been the podcast. She's so Shout amazing. Out Lauren Prey. Shout out Lauren. Yeah, we appreciate uh, you. Yeah, we have uh, Michael Kachekian who joined our team. He is uh, worked with a ton of dispensaries in Colorado. Yep. and out west and now he's working with us on some of our dispensary partners out this way wow um so it's just we're we're so things we're blessed things are going well we're yes. really excited and yes i'm really happy that it's here and uh also questioning my sanity that we still choose to do this every year yeah i'm sure it gets fucking hectic for you like yeah, it's crazy right now right. there's you know so down we, to the well so we're recording right now on wednesday just to put wednesday. it in perspective we're gonna drop this on monday so it'll be the first day when we drop this at boston yeah. canvas week so yeah. lisa would have been going Crazy, crazy, yeah, the, crazy. The, when this <laughs> drops, we'll yes. be finishing up the golf tournament. There we go. Uh, we're going to be heading over to our dispensary partner, Mellow. Everybody so come, come, come check that come out. Come check that shit um, out. Then we, uh, yeah, we're into the whole week. Yeah. It'll be, we're just days away now. My gosh, it's, it's so exciting. Can I cheers you? Cheers. Yo, yeah, I hey. have to, yo. Salud. Cheers Chantan. to you for everything, yo. You've been working oh, really hard. Support, oh, honestly. So um, everybody listening and watching in, like, um, Lisa works hard as shit. Like, I've seen her go. She never stops, you know what I'm saying? Just to get to the point where she's at to be able to do this stuff. It takes effort. It's not like, oh, when did you start this, Lisa? Did you start this yesterday? Yeah, no. Like, like I said, we um, met how many years ago? Seven. Yeah. And Lisa was already doing events. Yeah, I've been doing I've been doing shows and events probably since 2012, and mm-hmm. then um, Boston Cannabis Week was the idea was born in 2016. Oh, really? My business so at the time I booked Red Man at Hard Rock. Yep. My now business so partner. Fire, yo. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just, my I my and show shout out DJ Dead Eye Man because he's one person that uh, like. Over the years, I've been like, I want to do this thing, and it's crazy, but can you help me? And he's yep. like, yep, let's do it. And There's he was, people who just believe in that shit, yeah, and they're like, come he on. He was one of those first people that, like, connected me to Doc yes. and, like, made the whole thing happen. And mm-hmm. um, and he, and he'll be he'll be performing on a festival stage this year with Terminology. Hey. So he's been, you know, in, in, in the uh, running around with us for a long time. Yeah. Um, and my now business partner, Scott Patano, pretty much crashed the after the the meet and greet with red man at the time he was working with the boston freedom rally yeah. and he said would you mind doing this in three months with method man book it for us and i looked at him like all right and we did and we raised the money and we threw a 
free show on Boston Common with Method Man and Red Man. Wow. And for free? Anybody could It go? was during the Boston Freedom Rally. So, okay, yeah. So, yeah. We, we, I wasn't, the Freedom Rally is a huge entity in itself. I was right. only responsible for the booking that year. Yeah. But that was when the idea was born. Scott turned to me and said, we should be doing a whole week. Like, this should be like, like fashion week, like New York fashion week. This should be like Boston Cannabis Week. So that he came he came from project management space uh, and the technology space, but he was very familiar with New York Fashion Week okay. and had attended it several times and was very familiar with that layout. I'm from New York originally, yeah. so like I know what that's about too. Yeah. Um, but at first, I was like, "That's a lot to do." Yeah. Um, and then we really started getting serious about it, and we're like, "All right, we're going to launch this thing in 2019," and we did. Uh, year one, we had uh, five events over the course of a week. We were featured in Rolling Stone for our work in social equity in Massachusetts. Um, and uh, yeah, we had uh, Lupe Fiasco, Bia Slane, Latrell James, Marcella Cruz, Jeannie Santiago, No Hugs, Devil's Twins, yep. um, and Lisa Bello. Wow. So what a lineup. They kicked it off for us. You yeah. know, they'll always, all of them will be family. Yeah. Uh, this year, Jasmine Red is an artist I've been working with for a long time. So I'm really happy to see her on that stage this year. Hey, um, that's and exciting. And it happens to be weeks before she heads to du- uh, Dubai what? for her global ambassadorship. She's being sent overseas what? by the State Department to go teach music in Dubai. Yo, shout out to her. Yeah, What's so her shout name? Shout out Jasmine Red. Jasmine. Shout yeah. out. And th- this event happens to be on her birthday, so it's oh going to be quite gosh. the party going wow. on. Yeah. yeah. This is special. It is special. Things it's have really, really come along. They really come a long way. It, yeah. you know, Scott and I started this with nothing. We now have this beautiful team of people around us. Like, honestly... Scott and I could not make it happen alone. Right. It is this group of people that believes in the concept, believes in the idea, uh-huh. you know, and the fact that so like Brandon Matthews works with us. He's been one of my closest friends for a really long time. And now I was able to like hire him and bring him into the fold. And um, even Ned Welberry, Ned's someone that I worked with. I used to work for him at Middle East years ago. Wow. I was his brand and PR manager. So um it, it was nice to be able to come full circle and be like, do you want to, you know, get yeah, down on this? Like, right. do you, and he was like, yes, like, let's do it. So right. it's nice to be surrounded by people who are like, believe in me, believe in the concept and the vision. It's and like, vision, you need yeah. people surrounded with positive right. visions that you have too, yeah. you know? And, um, I think it's, it's rare to find that, but it's also, you have to work for it and you have to be consistent. Consistency yeah. is key to anything. Yeah. And, um, without you being consistent and the team being consistent, we wouldn't have year what is it um three, three of oh, boston cannabis three. week it's crazy oh my gosh i know we're really excited um and yeah consider it's so true consistency is key mm-hmm. um it's also the people you have around you mm-hmm. and you know i i make it a point to never be the smartest person in the room <laughs> i'm a sponge wow. i learn from everybody around me such a key fact it's so because it's you shouldn't have people around you that you feel you can do their job. Every single person who works for our team, 100%. I couldn't do what they do. Right. Like, I can't do what they and do. And that's what a team is. You know what I mean? You yeah. can't. And I think, um, you know, I've actually talked about this concept before. I think there's a misconception when we're growing up and we're raised that you do everything yourself. You know what I mean? Like, you have to be this 
all three, do everything, you know? And it's like, it's not about that. It's about teamwork. And when you learn that people aren't your competition, you're only in competition with yourself and everyone's their own individual. And putting that together only builds growth and positivity and something so beautiful like this, you know? Like, it takes pieces of a puzzle, not just one person. No, 100%. You're hitting the nail on the head. Like, it does take that Having you here is like the head of, like, a whole team of people. Like, it just represents the whole week, you know? Yeah, you know, and I have my moments, too, where I'm like, you know, they keep me together. They're like, listen, this is going to work. You know, it's um, and my business partner, especially, you know, I'm he is the Scott is the best business partner I've ever had. And I'm very blessed that it's a it's a partnership where we have very complementary skill sets. Mutual. Yes. So it's really nice to be able to, like, build off of that foundation. Uh huh. So now we have this team of people surrounding us that's also built off of that foundation. And at the end of the day. We're all activists. We're all people who got into this because we feel that cannabis is demonized for one reason or another. So that was literally my next question. So perfect. You know? <laughs> perfect intro into it. Um, that's that's the main point about cannabis. And I don't understand why it has been so put down because it's already legal, but you can still go to jail for it. Do you know what I'm saying? So we're at a crossroads where like we've legalized something that people are getting criminalized for. And how do we go past that by hosting events that show and that's what I was going to bring up actually when you were talking about the events that you're having next week you can see how diverse they are it's not just concerts it's not just smoking like you're doing wellness you're doing stretching yoga like um cooking infused foods teaching people I think education is the key to misunderstanding concepts do you know what I mean like we have to break through that barrier of what people have always been taught to see it as, as a drug and something that causes, um, you know, activity on the streets or, or prison. And we have to get past that and see what's actually causing that. Yeah. It's, it's not weed. You, no, it's not cannabis. It's not. Um, 100%. It, 100%. This is an ongoing, not even discussion. It's a problem. Dispute. It's a problem in our, in this country, the fact that, There are people right this second getting very rich off of the same thing that other people are sitting behind jail uh, jail bars for 100 percent um it's now a bit an industry right it's like gasoline like (laughs) and i'm like i'm a little older than you so like Uh i literally had friends get arrested for dime bags in the park Mm -hmm. like i remember that like you know there were times i was scared to walk around like have a cop smell it on me yeah we have this freedom now that a lot of people don't understand, especially mm-hmm. I think it's it's like and it is our right. But mm-hmm. this is definitely a freedom that's new. Mm-hmm. But it why uh, talking about expungement and talking about these people, that are, you know, changing the laws, why that wasn't part of the first priority of this whole thing is beyond me. Exactly. But. There are a lot. One of the things we're focusing on this year with Boston Cannabis Week, we actually did a panel that's going to be virtual um, social equity across the country, across wow. the nation. So we had people from different parts of the country talking about what social equity looks look like in, in uh, Missouri. What does it look like in California? What does it look like in D.C.? Mm-hmm. What does it look like in Boston, mm-hmm. uh, Massachusetts? So uh, that conversation and continuing to to open up the the lines of communication there and being like, we have to keep talking about this because something has to get done. Exactly. So um, this is a freedom that we've gotten and it's, we're very blessed to live in a time where we have this, but if we're not doing the right thing with it, then I kind of feel like we don't deserve it. Right. You know? Right. 
And our company specifically, Boston Cannabis Week, will never charge for education. We'll never charge for networking. We feel like it's our responsibility to provide that to the community. So we'll figure out a way to do it. We'll figure out a way to pay for it. We'll figure out to make all that work. But um, I don't understand a lot of businesses that are emerging that are not even thinking about the community impact portion of this. And that drives me nuts. 100%. You know? Yeah, because it is a trickle-down situation. People just see it as, you know, one thing or the other. But it really does affect a whole community of people. Like, um, and just to... Just to play off what you said, because I was at this weird generational point, I feel like, where it still was bad. So I'm just going to just a quick brief story, if you don't mind. Um, Right down the street, actually, in Salem, I was at a gas station. I was probably only like 20 or so. You know, I mean, I was pretty young. Um, I was with one of my best friends, um, who's, I guess, does Maribel Portuguese. And then one of my other best friends who is Spanish and he's a guy and he was in the back and she was in the front with me. Oh, sorry. There's a bug in my face. Um, you see her, yo? Yeah, I do. Yeah. It's It's that New England vibe. It's like, yo, I want to be on the podcast with you. (laughs) I want to come right up on this mic and be with you. Trying to live rent free on that mic right there. I'll leave you there. I'll leave you there for the story. Um, but yeah, so we were at the gas station anyways. There's this car that pulled up and my friend knew them. They sold a lot of drugs in the area, but he knew someone in the car who was just friends with him, didn't sell drugs. So he went up and said hi to him. This is my Spanish friend who's in the car. He came back in the car. I got gas. I was getting gas. So I went and parked at the gas station for a second to check my phone. We were like talking. All of a sudden, DTs roll up. Roll up on me, not the people in the car with all the drugs right over there with all the pills who sell all this stuff, who this kid in my car knows does all this, pulls up on me with my best friend and then him in the back seat. They see that I had a blunt tucked away. They saw me put something away. So they come up with their lights in all of our windows. Okay. And I'm just going to say like my friend, um, you know, I don't, I don't know at the time if he had a green card either. So it was kind of a situation where we were all a little shook. Mm-hmm. So we were just trying to be careful. Right. And so they saw me put something away. So they asked what it was. I couldn't lie at that point. So I gave them the blunt that we had rolled. You know what I mean? It was a blunt. Yo, I had Probably nothing. the best thing that you could have done yeah. was be honest and so, just be like, yo, here. Yep. Um, So at that time, I had a half that we had just picked up earlier in the day that we hadn't smoked in my purse in my car. This is this is bad, but I'm going to say this because it's facts, yo. This just shows how it is. So anyways, they proceed to take us out of the car. They search my whole entire car for some reason except my purse. Okay? They didn't check the purse for some reason. So the weed was not found. But if it was... We would have been fucked. How do you? But not, what I want to say not is, puking though, all over yourself. I yo, would have been like a li- mess. Listen, so this is why. Because when they took us out of the car and they asked us our names, because my friend's name, um, my my friend who was in the back, his name's a little bit different. They started harassing him. Yeah, of course. They started harassing him about his name. They started making fun of him to the point where I had a, I literally was a young girl and I was scared. And I was like, why are you talking to him like that? I was like, he hasn't even said anything to you. And they were like, so what? Oh, that's your name. Oh, what is it? What is it? Like that. While they're searching my car for marijuana because I had a blunt rolled. Yeah. And I was worked a long day. I, w- I was going to yeah. school. I get all A's in school when I was younger. I was, you know, just wanted to chill with my friends. Yeah. And that's what situations can turn into over something that's so simple. And, and doesn't I wasn't hurting anybody. Right. But what were those kids in the other car doing? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So sometimes the priorities of where people's minds at 
are in the wrong place. Right. And we just have to change that vision because maybe if they had a different view, it wouldn't have been that. They would have seen the right car. You know what I'm saying? So there's also this narrative about it being such a dangerous drug. First of all, cannabis is a plant. First of all, it's a plant. It's a fucking plant. Do you see these plants behind us? Do you see these flowers on the table? Right. Plants. If a doctor writes me a prescription for a bottle of pills, not anyone would think two things about it. Nobody. And they would say, fine. And I can sit here and take pills and drink my champagne all day long. And no one would say anything. But if it's cannabis, no good. Right. Because you can smell it? Question mark? Like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, what is the... Uh, Anyways. There's, you know, I think it comes down to what everything else is. Fear. People are afraid. They don't like change. They're afraid of what this means, afraid of what this means to their family. Mm -hmm. Um, There comes a point where everyone starts questioning the things they're taught, right? Like we hear things as a child, then you get older and you're like, oh, what the fuck is this about? Like, I think that was BS the whole time, actually. I think you guys were just feeding me lines Mm -hmm. the whole time. And this is what I really think it is. So I, you know, cannabis is one of those things that our kids are going to laugh. Because they're going to be able to, like, go to 7-Eleven and, and get, get a joint. Cannabis. I know. And I'm going to be like, yeah, we used to go in a back alley. We used to take rides with sketchy peoples and cars <laughs> and, like, and this dude's Datsun. Like, uh, like, they won't even have that Facts. understanding right. of, like, what we used to go through right. to, to acquire that. Right. For like me, it was always sketchy. Like, yo, can I get a, right. can I get, like, a dub? Right. And they're like, oh, let me, like, put it through the, right. you know. For Stop. me, I was a kid with, like real bad anxiety issues, like 15, 16 years old. Same. And doctors put me on Paxil. I hated it. I hated it every second. I was like, get me off of this. Yeah. About that time, I had started smoking weed, but it wasn't regular. And then once I, I probably started right after that, becoming more regular with it. And mm-hmm. I had this awakening of like, oh, like use this like medicine. Don't have to I use don't have this. to use this thing that I hate so much. Right. And I had this realization at a very young age. And then I had people around me like, this is bad. This is legal. This is like, I feel great now. I don't know why everybody's so upset. This 100%. Is, you know? Yeah. And it's like, even the way our healthcare system is, I don't, I don't want to get into that because I'll go off on a whole tangent. Mm-hmm. But the way our healthcare system is set up is not to treat diseases and it's not to cure people. It's to mask symptoms. So I'm a big believer in unfolding all that. Right. Right. Like, like, well, you have to uncover let's it. Get to the, let's get to the nitty gritty of it. Yes. Let's, you know, like what we're eating, what we're drinking, what things we put in our hair, the chemicals, makeup, it, there's chemicals and all that stuff. Everything. So once you have an awareness of what you're actually taking in, I feel like you start to have a different appreciation for plant medicine in general. <laughs> like, oh, I don't always need the pharmaceutical thing. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm very grateful for many pharmaceuticals. And right. I, you know, I there's a balance. There's, there's a time and a place for them. Yeah. You know, it's the obsession with our industry to keep feeding them to people that I really have a hard time with. I went to two doctor's appointments in the last six months where they were like, here, take a prescription for this. And I was like, I don't want it. I'm not taking it. And they're like, here, take it. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want, want it. it. I don't want your hydrocodone yeah. or whatever. Like, I don't want it. Don't give it to me. Yo, I feel you literally like 
Lisa, everything you just said, I just want to 100% be like, thank you. <laughs> no, for real, because it's... Um, so just just another quick story. Um, like, I have been in the same boat as you. So when I was very young, I started dealing with anxiety and depression. Um, and I was being taken to doctors. And they all... There was three of them. And they offered me pills. And I literally got in an argument. And, you know, I love my mom. Shout out my mom. I love her. But, like, she was like, yo, that she wanted me to, you know... Because she saw that I was depressed and anxious. Yeah. I had a lot of shit I was just going through. You know right. what I'm saying? Within my personal self, feeling like an old soul in the young world, not understanding why I was here, not understanding what my purpose was, but knowing I had a purpose, right. being mad young. Like, I really, like, I drove myself kind of crazy, but look at where I worked through, like, through it towards. Right. But the thing is, I never took them. So every time we got in an argument, I literally would never take them. I wouldn't even get the prescription from the doctor because I was so angry about it. And I was smoking weed when I was, right. like, 13. Right. So I started early, but it showed me a different path. Like, exactly what you're saying. And I know, like, maybe some people hear this and it sounds foreign to them. Like, they don't understand. But it has literally been a lifesaver for me. I have back pain. I went to the doctor three years ago and they um, said that I had, like, rheumatoid arthritis in my neck already. And nobody knew what it was from. They think it was a pre-existing shoulder injury from when I was younger. Nobody can explain why I have this crazy back pain. Like, yo, if... Like, my neck, like, I literally, like, have neck problems. Like, everybody knows it. My mom knows it. Everybody. If I sleep the wrong way, I, like, can't turn my neck for, like, three days. Like, and I'm young. Like, you look at me and you might think I'm fine. I have a therapist for you to go to. But She'll you... fix it in three sessions. But anyway, hey, that's... That's... Besides stop. the fact... Don't no, even I do. tell me that. I have... She's amazing. Yeah. I have this... She does that that type of massage that, yeah. like, hurts. But, but I she need fixes it, yo. Everything. I want somebody like crack me into place. Yeah, that's you feel what she'll me? do. Like, she's put amazing. me back into place. Her name like, is Lynn. Shout out Lynn. Stress. Shout she's out amazing. Lynn. Lynn doesn't even. You can't even call to get an appointment. It's like you have to know somebody who goes you and need makes to know the appointment. Someone who knows someone yeah. to get yeah. in there. Yo, but yeah, like I, hope I, I totally, I totally feel that. And the thing is, like. So your mom wanting that for you, that's right. her that's how she knew how to fix it. Exactly. And how she right. was probably raised. Right. You know what I'm saying? We have like, the gift of knowledge. Exactly. Now. And it was like an internal knowledge. It was so weird. No one ever right. taught me. I didn't have free education on cannabis. You know what I mean? And it's so beautiful that you guys offer that because I wish when I was younger someone was telling me it's okay that you're using this because you're like in pain or anxious or whatever. And not overusing it to the point where it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like as I got older, you find a balance and you know what's for you. Maybe in the beginning it was like, you know, you yeah. have to find your way. But yeah. I mean, I'm um, still finding my way. <laughs> we all find our way. You know, we got a little some roll right here. Maybe in a little, maybe in a little. But um, it just proves, though, the fact that if people look at you on the outside and they think they can judge like how like you smoking or you using mar marijuana for anything or cannabis for anything for pain so many people use it they have medical cards but we still consider it a criminal activity do you know what right. i'm saying right. so when you're really looking into it and unfolding those layers like you say you'll see how much more there is to it and when you hear testimony i think that's like you know hearing people's stories like and i've haven't fully ever talked about that but like it's important for people to know that like just because you don't see it on the outside you don't know the pain somebody goes yeah, through 100%. like physically or mentally or spiritually or whatever it may be you just don't know and it is something that gives you an option without having to put a chemical into your body right you know and that's very important to me i haven't even meat for 10 years so when you talked about putting things in your body like at a young age too i started getting sick and yeah. i don't i didn't know why it just started making me nauseous 
And then I started reading on it and I started learning about it. I started educating myself and then I just couldn't do it anymore. And it was like when I was like, it was around that time. So like 15, you know, so it's very like, sometimes you just have to follow your intuition. I think everyone listening in is important to realize like you have to know what's good for you. Nobody can tell you what's good for you. Um, and you just have to understand that some people don't understand. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and adversity builds character, right? So all those things got you here because you went through them. It makes you who you are. But when you look at, when you look at the real breakdown of things, yes. So like, we're all walking around talk, like acting like sugar isn't the worst drug anywhere. High fructose corn syrup, it's it literally is, a toxin. And more people are sick and or die all the from sugar related things in their body. 100%. So, but we're walking around like cannabis is bad. Let me just drink this diet Pepsi real quick. I don't It's diet though. You feel me? <laughs> And listen, I'm not perfect. I actually, no my stomach was bothering me earlier and I stopped and got a soda and I literally walked in drinking it. This is like three times a year that I'm drinking soda, but like, it's true. And I, I look, get every it. time when I got it, I'm like, man, this is bad. I shouldn't be drinking this, but that's okay. Um, but it, it's like, there's so many other things in our lives yeah. that are way worse yes. Yes. to ingest mm-hmm. than cannabis is, mm-hmm. but we don't really talk about that whole thing completely so that's kind of what you know we just want to bring we want to bring that to the forefront we want to be mindful about it people shouldn't be going to jail for weed right now right people should not be be having to hide it if they're depressed or anxious or have right pain do you know what i'm saying like it should just be put on the table at this point right we're working there We're on we're on the way. And like I said, our kids are going to go to 7-Eleven and get joints and they're going to laugh at our stories about what we used to do. So we are going there. The the fact that we live in a society or or our community specifically, I can walk into a store and then buy weed. Mm -hmm. That in itself is like. A blessing. I know it's such a come up, honestly. Because, and and listen, like I do in the signs. You see all the signs when you're driving to Boston, shit. Right? There's yeah, like billboards everywhere, everywhere now. Everywhere. And listen, I'd be lying if I said that I didn't still like. I support all t- everybody. Oh, you same, know what I mean. Same. So I'm not like just going to dispensaries, same. but the fact that that's there and I can go into one, and I do, and I support many dispensaries in Massachusetts. Yes. And it's especially important to support the ones that are doing good things in the community. A hundred percent. Because we're in a world where a lot of them aren't. So anytime. And that's why I'm so passionate about some of our partners. Yeah. um, Can I just say, I was just thinking about the therapeutic. Family owned. We're going to do a little podcast shit. So I just want to shout them out. They're awesome. Yeah, I can't wait. Love Apotho. Love the whole crew there. They're so amazing. I chatted Um, with them at your event. I would love to talk about your event too because it was so fun. Oh, that was fun, right? Yeah, Yeah, your social media um, event. We did a media event. It was like a media mixer for Boston Cannabis Week a few weeks back. Um, we, food. Yeah, we had some <laughs> some barbecue. It was really good. Real good. We had like, we, it was the first time getting to see everybody in person. Yeah, uh, we got to had some, we had some of our media folks there part mm-hmm. as part of the event, which was really nice. Yeah, uh, I didn't know Farone. Chris Farone was working on the article for the dig at the time. So yo, that article's yeah. amazing. Thank you. I yeah, just saw such a good time here. Yeah, they did, they did a really good job. Um, and Chris doesn't write all the time always anymore, so I'm uh-huh. really honored that he wrote that himself. Yes. Um, 
it was it, it was really nice of him to make sure. Yeah. So um, they had a whole uh, cannabis issue. This was their whole cannabis issue. We'll have actually some of their digs spread around events for Boston Cannabis Week this year. Yeah. Um, we'll also have like Sensei Magazine, Beasley Media Group, Hot 96.9, Spark nine. FM, Miss okay. Hot Sauce is one of our hosts oh, this shit. year. Oh, shit. Um, so we, we're trying to just incorporate the community, you yes. know, any way we can. Yes. And, you know, I think that's the thing that um, people also misunderstand is cannabis is an opportunity to give back you know it just like any other business any business or organization you have an opportunity to give back to the community and do better things and help people grow and help communities grow but if you're not willing to do that then it can't happen so it's like even like cannabis is still coming up but they're still investing time and money in efforts to bring other people up with them so Mm -hmm. i think that's just admirable in itself and that in itself is building a community that will grow you know because they'll tell their friends and their family like who doesn't want to be involved in something so positive around this area because there's so much shit going on you know and having that light that whole week of just like positive dope like events i don't know it's exciting so and this year we're very fortunate to so we have we did our first bcw beyond scholarship and we have three scholarship recipients who are all um, SEEE applicants and minority-owned business owners who are doing exemplary work in the community, and you can't apply for it. It's something that our team just kind of choose people. We just we look around at the businesses who are really oh, making wait, was tremendous one of impact. The winners at the media two event? of them were there. Yeah, so I think I met them. Um, we have uh, Marquise Neal of Lifted Smoking Goods. Yes, we have Bryce Hall and Devin Alexander of Rolling Relief. Hey, and we have Vanessa Jean Baptiste of Legal Greens. Woo! So that's the 2021 scholarship recipients. And what's the qualifications? Like, how do they get chosen for that? They're just doing badass shit. Honestly, like, that's what it comes down to. So our team is going out throughout the year and raising money that we can then put towards their resources. Your efforts are not unnoticed, even when you think they are. (laughs) You know, because there's a lot of scholarships that, like, you apply to all of them, right? Right. But we wanted to provide something that was more like, we just want to go identify people who are doing really good in the community and just tell them, like, good job. That's fucking so, amazing. Um, the scholarship recipients will be at all of the Boston Cannabis Week events. Mm-hmm. We'll be helping to get their products into some of our dispensary partners and helping facilitate some of those relationships. Then after Boston Cannabis Week, they will sit down with our agency, BCW Beyond, and we'll help them figure out what areas we can help. You know, do you, does your website need work? Do you need packaging? Do you need yeah. product sourcing? Do you guys bring All the whole things. like the whole game the whole to them team, pretty yeah. much? Yeah. And then we, you know, the idea is that our scholarship recipients are doing great work in the community, but once mm-hmm. once we help give them some of our resources, then they're able to fly, you know? Wow. That's the the hope and the dream. Hopefully that's where we, yes. we get to. And is that um just for anyone listening in who might be interested, is that like something they can connect with you about and what What's involved in it? Is it like a payment or plan or do you guys work together as a team or how would that work if somebody was interested um, listening? Uh, in regards to the scholarship program, you mean? Yeah, scholarship or yeah, working so with BC if, um, if, and beyond. Yeah, if anybody is looking to get involved with the scholarship program, shoot us an email, info at bostoncannabisweek.com and uh, we would be happy to kind of connect some of those dots. Yeah. Um, also, if anyone is trying to get in touch with our agency, BCW Beyond, um, you can email uh, me directly, Lisa at BostonCannabisWeek.com. 
uh, and I'll help you get set up in those, all those areas. Hey. Yeah. Just She's not the right guru. Now. Just not right Don't now. Don't hit just, her up in the next week. Give her just a little give me bit, like yo. 10 days. Just, just give just her like a days. little leeway. Then, yeah, so we have September 20th to the 26th. 27th, I'm off. My phone's off. Yes. No Don't hit her up. Or outside world. The 28th, whatever you need, you let me know. She will be there. I will be there. I will be there to help you. <laughs> and, um... Like, is there anything else going on with um, Experience Creative right now? Because I know you've been so caught up in Boston Canvas Week, and I've kind of, you know, I haven't really talked about Experience Creative as much, but that was kind of, I feel like, your first baby, in a way. Like, yeah. to me, at least. I don't know. That's yeah, how I it, met you. It, it was. It was it, Do you mind uh, if I light one of these? No, go for it. Uh, no, it definitely is. Uh, Experience Creative is my first baby. Mm-hmm. Um, with With BCW just taken off like it has um we really had to kind of put the focus into what that brand is doing yeah um but experience creative is now part of the bcw family so experience creative exists in our production in our podcast production and any of the stuff that we're still doing with artists yeah uh that brand still exists but it's all under the bcw umbrella now that's amazing yeah yeah so you're mixing all your future and past plans into one to make a bigger goal just trying to, well, once you start to focus in on things, I'm constantly guilty of doing too much. <laughs> I constantly can take on. Can you ever do too much? Y- yes, you can. Because you can do too many things that make you inefficient at all of them. Wow. That's a key. Did anyone hear that? Yo. Do too many things. It can make you inefficient yes. in all of them. If you start to pool your resources as a community, as a team, as partners, whatever it is. The train seems to move a little bit faster. Um, and my business partner as well, he had uh, has a business, uh, Boston Hemp Company, uh, that is also in the middle of a transition. But he had to, like, look at his work life and say, okay, like, what's really taken off here? What's right. happening? And both of us had this moment of, like... It has to be Boston Cannabis. Like, it has to be. Right, right. It has to be Boston Cannabis Week. Yeah. So, um, and just the feedback from the community, how how amazing and supportive everybody's been. Mm-hmm. And even down to the artists. We spoke to Freddie Gibbs's, uh tour manager last night, and he was like, yeah, we're really excited. And we're like, we're My really God. excited. Which day is um, Freddie Gibbs? Saturday. Is that Mink Jenkins, the whole yeah. concert? Yeah. Saturday? Saturday, September 25th. Freddie Gibbs, Mick Jenkins, Sky Zoo, Terminology, Jasmine Red, and where's that at? Guru Sanal, Underground at Ink Block, South End in Boston. Tickets are available at bostoncannabisweek.com. Lit. Don't miss it, yo. I don't think I can miss it. I got to go buy my tickets. You. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, but it, it's just so exciting, you know, um, seeing all the things that you're doing and the people that you're bringing up. And um, I just think that, you know, in the future, like, do you guys see this? I see this. I already have a vision of it going like so big. Like, how do you see it? I just want to get to the next 10 days. Okay. <laughs> no. I feel it. Um, honestly, there's a bigger vision and there's a bigger plan and there's a bigger. Very quickly it became evident that Boston Cannabis Week is bigger than us. It has. <laughs> it almost has nothing to do with Scott and myself at this point. Like it's we're, we're the everyone. two people that are like replaceable in this whole thing, right? Yeah. Like, like we just run the Never. company, but the, it's the community that makes this whole thing go. Exactly. Yeah. So it became very evident that that was going to take on different meanings. Mm-hmm. So as we're growing in the next year, and as we're kind of seeing 
you know, what's in the pipeline for us. Mm -hmm. There is, I can definitely envision expansions into different areas, um, whether it be product lines or, or, you know, geographies or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we have really wanted to have a hold on, on how this concept works Mm -hmm. and how the community would receive it. And I think we really have a better understanding of that now. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm very grateful. All the time, all with experience and, and testing things out. You know, you have to fail before you come up and or or not fail. But like, you know, you have to have your lows before you have your highs. So, oh, you no, know, you definitely got to fail. I've had other businesses. I've had m- several businesses in the course of my entrepreneurship life. Like, actually, I failed many of but times. Me too, girl. Every single <laughs> one of them. Leads to, you. It led me to something else. Exactly. You know, and yeah. it now the path is very clear to me. I can well, I can see it very very in my mind's eye in life. I can see it. So things are a little bit different now. Also, when you get to this point, like I'm married now. I was gonna say, and you got married yeah. recently. Congratulations right. in the last well, like what two years? Three? Uh, yeah, this is October. Three? This October will be three Shut years. Shut the fuck yeah. up! Wow, but time he flies. he works. Yeah, that's good applause yeah. for sure. Yep. He um. He oh. works with us too. We actually oh, met. Amazing. We met doing a show in Providence. Oh wow! He was working. He was working security, and I was working for the Bone Thugs and Harmony show at oh Fet God. in Providence. Yo, you're so G. And that's I literally can't. how we met. And I, I didn't Should remember Red, Red Man, fucking Method Man, Bone Thugs and Harmony. I can't. Yeah, so we met at Bone Thugs, and then there was so we talked like a hot second that day, and then a few weeks later we went back. And it was when I was working with Ned yep. of Leeds Entertainment. Yep. And he was running one room. I was running the small room. And our other person we worked with, Jake, was in Boston running that show. Benjamin was working security and parked himself in the middle of the two rooms. <laughs> it was evident Sounds very like quickly. Theme. <laughs> like every time I walked by, I, he was kind of looking at me. And I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cute. All right. And then Ned at the time was like, this is work. You can't. Makes work with pleasure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, now I definitely have to because you just said it. Yeah, right? So, <laughs> like, now what, I need it. And <laughs> now, now, now I'm going to go hook up with that hot security guard. I, never, I didn't think I was going to marry the you, dude. Sir. I did not think I was going to marry him. And the funny part is, is that my husband says that when he first saw me, he thought I was Ned's wife. Oh, because I showed snap. up the show with him yep, and yep. I was like, but you were talking to me. He's like, well, yeah, I was not going to not talk to you just because you were someone's wife. I'm like, ew. <laughs> that's so funny. You heard uh, it here first. Don't yeah. tell young world. <laughs> he's stand up. He's stand up. Uh, Everybody, so he's funny. a good guy. But, no, yeah. I bet. And he honestly, he keeps his, he helps keeps this whole train moving because that's amazing. It's, my house is Boston Cannabis Week headquarters. Right now you got to see there's my dining room table. There's three by five maps of venues. Girl. There's vendor things. There's gift bags. There's everything. Every It's literally our headquarters. This weekend, we will all be there putting together these gift bags for the golf tournament and wow. for the VIP area. Wow. So right now, it's Swag Central. But That's yeah, good. he... Swags. Hashtag Swags Friends. I can't even say it. Swag, swag Central. Central. Yeah, but he's ride or die. He he's And he is the one that, like... He said to me first, he's like, experience creative is your passion. Mm. But you really have to think about what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Once I made that realization, I was like, oh, all right, this guy's right. Right. 
but so. you're still kind of combining it, so it's kind of a win-win. Yeah, and you we still work saying? together. Except yeah. now he thinks he's my boss, which is funny because oh, no, he's no, not. Sir. <laughs> oh yes, he will say he's the boss, and I'm like, ah, <laughs> like uh, I wear the pants. Uh, I don't know about <laughs> Thank that. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, I kind of just wanted to ask you, I've been curious myself and, you know, maybe some people listening in who are like, damn, you're doing so much and you've worked with so many people and some big names and whatever. Like, how did you even start making these connections or knowing these people or when you were like, if you go back to the start of the start, how the fuck did you get into event like entertaining? Is this an aspiration or you kind of fell into it? So... It kind of, it minimally started when I was in New York. Before I did all this. You grew up there? Sorry. I grew up in New York. Okay. Till yeah, you born were in like, Queens. Grew oh, up on Long girl. Island. Lived okay. in Queens for many years before I moved to Massachusetts. Uh-huh. I moved up here because an agency moved me up here to work for them. Mm-hmm. An advertising agency. Um, in New York, in the work I did, occasionally I would come across certain people uh, I remember the, my first upfronts I went to. I I have a picture of like me and LL Cool J, and it was like you couldn't tell me nothing. Yeah. Like it was like me and LL. Like I didn't even just me and LL. Just nobody like, else. You in couldn't the room, even you yo. couldn't even tell me nothing, right? Um, and then, but that was always through the media world. Yeah, and then right. when I came up here and I got more into radio, we started working directly with some of the clubs. So when they would have different artists come to town, they would bring them by the station for us to do interviews. Okay. So before we knew it, we were getting like Michael Che, like decent size, Artie Lang, Rosie O'Donnell. And I was like, do they know we're like a streaming station in Boston? And you were just reaching out. like We were working at the the time with Laugh Boston. So whenever anyone would come into them, they'd be like, hey, we're going to bring them by as part of our media thing. Mm, You know, smart. When people still went to radio stations to promote their stuff when they came into town. Yeah, right. So that's how the whole thing started. Um, And when I was doing that, I... Uh, started a show I brought in at the time uh, Ned to do this show inside hip hop mm-hmm. with Marquise Neal who I didn't know that was the first that was how the, I met That's him crazy. at the time many years ago and he yeah and so we were doing the show radio station got shut down by the by the parent company mm-hmm. um, and Ned's like why don't you come work for me like you're good with, with sponsors and all those things and I was like all right cool right and um then I, you know, suddenly I found myself in a nightclub three to five days a week around, you know, bullshit, Bone Thugs and Harmony and Capone and Noriega oh, and, shit. and Prodigy and and like the list goes on and on and on. Wow. Um, so you just got you up in a really Onyx. good position. That's yeah, crazy. Like, so he was booking all these shows and yeah. I was working. So my, I was working yeah. with the sponsors for his shows. Yes. Um, and that kind of started. Started like the, how many years ago was that? Like 10? 15? No, I October October eleventh is my tenth year ten year anniversary in Boston. So this was probably oh, wow. okay. uh two thousand and twelve, two thousand thirteen. You came to Boston that recently. Yeah, I thought you were 10 like years. from here. Like no. that's crazy. I no. never even knew you were Yeah. So I want to say it was about uh 2012, 2013, okay. maybe. Uh, around then and then I worked with him for a while and then I we parted ways and I launched Experience Creative yep and I had this moment of I had had two businesses back to back where I was working where I had a male boss Mm -hmm. that then like eliminated my position 
And I had this moment of like, like excuse me. Yeah, I, I had this moment of like, never again. Right. Never again. Right. Are you anyone going to tell me anything about what I'm going to do? So I launched Experience Creative. That was in 2015. Mm. And then we were up until COVID, we were very active and yep. um, everything with artists, with shows. Oh, yeah. Um, and then obviously the last year has been a bit of a transition. But that's why it was so full circle to be able to like work with some of those people again, mm-hmm. you know, because like we had already started and we worked together really well. So it's nice to be at this place. Right. It's like, you know? a, yeah, you bring yeah. it all around and it's like now you guys can build something even greater. Right. You know, the vision has just grown into what it was meant to be. Right. Yeah. And that's that's pretty much how I like I got in this industry. And also right. it was there was moments where I had people looking out for me. F- crazy story. Actually, the first Please time do first time I met. <laughs> Method Man and Red Man. Shut one of the, the wildest nights of my life. Something. It was one of the wildest nights of my life. <laughs> paradise. The night that she met them. They were playing the Paradise. And there was a plan. So I had gotten on the guest list. Yeah. Shout out to Lance Tobin. Always held me down. Hey. So Never um, forget those people. Yeah, exactly. So uh, we had had a plan that Red Man was going to go to the studio after to record some drops. Mm. And some reason or another, it got too late, couldn't get over there, da-da-da-da-da. I ended up with Deadeye that night. We ended up getting a zip car to go meet them and record the drops on the tour bus. What On my, hell? like, old-ass iPhone. I literally still have the files in my email because it's like, Yo. I have raw... Yeah, it's crazy. That's insane. So... Like, you try to throw that on this podcast, though? (laughs) I said to him that night, I said to Redman that night, the next time you come back here is going to be because I book you. Oh. And I don't know what, like, honestly, I don't have balls like that. I don't even know why, like, I even had said that to him. But I was like, and I did. And I booked him twice in 2016 for Hard Rock and then the Freedom Rally. And he, I actually have a video that they made me. Where they go, thank you, Experience Creative, for sending our babies to college. Oh, <laughs> my so, God. It was amazing. But that was, and he, he, I actually have a video of Redman telling that story on stage at Hard Rock. He's like, I met Lisa in this bus years ago. And she said, Doc, I'm going to bring you here. And here I and am. here I am. And, yeah. So, like, that was a very, like, full, and again, that was, like, Deadeye was, like, you can do this. Let's go get it. Let's go, you know, whatever. Thanks. And we did. Um, and so there was a lot of moments like that where I almost was too ballsy for my own good. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't even know what I was stepping into. I was but, like, yo, it was meant they to can do be, this. I can do this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and my love, of, my love of music, specifically of hip-hop, goes back a very long time. Uh-huh. So that's, like, natural to me to want to book that. Yeah. Um, that genre of music, specifically. Who'd you grow up listening to? What, like, what do you listen to? I mean, I was, like, strictly, like, Nas, Pac, Big, a. Onyx. Uh, like, I was listening to that, you know, Capone and Noriega. Mm-hmm. Like, that was Helta Skelta, all that stuff. them, right? Didn't you book them? You said that earlier, Onyx and... Um... So that was a show that Ned had booked, and oh, I, okay. I worked well, you were on, there, yeah. so, I mean, was, that's crazy. Yeah. He, yeah, and it's funny to hear voices that you've heard your whole life, and then, like, you hear them say your name, and it doesn't register. <laughs> like... 
<laughs> You're like, I had wait, this wait, moment wait. with sticky fingers where he like called my name across the room. Because he just wanted me to grab him like towels or something. It wasn't like I was doing anything, yeah, you know. But you're just like me. But I was like, <laughs> am I Lisa? Yeah. Like this Lisa? Yeah. Yeah. You're like turn around. You're like, yeah. is there Lisa Doc back is another there? one. He's like, the few times he's like done that on stage with me, he's always like, baby girl, Lisa, come here. Baby girl. Every hey. time. And I'm like, this is a dr- What do you mean? That's amazing. I don't belong here. I don't- <laughs> Like, what is happening? You're like, I don't, but I do. I, yeah, I, I don't, am. but I do. I don't, but I do. <laughs> uh, but it, so, so, but that happened because I was a fan and I'm yeah. determined and yes. nobody's going to tell me no. Facts. That's what it came down to. It, ignorantly, honestly. <laughs> it's like, you're not going to tell me no, even when the no is probably the best thing. <laughs> Did young Lisa have a fucking attitude? So bad. I see it. So <laughs> Oh my god! She's so like, I'll bad. tell you the truth. Yes, horrible. Yeah, you really weren't going to tell know, me anything at that age. You know, you gotta gotta push forward. I had a, I had a tough childhood. People gotta like, take you seriously too. Yeah, well, yeah, I feel you. It wasn't like, um, and, not, and believe me, I you know people had way worse than what I did, but it it just was like very tumultuous. There was a lot of drama. There was a lot of like chaos always. Yeah. So it took me like as an adult, kind of recognizing those bad behaviors and being like, oh. You didn't need to slam that gate. <laughs> now you got a hole. You got to patch up, bitch. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, but it took some Lessons of those for moments. Yourself, yo. You yeah. have to teach yourself. It, and and I, you got to take, sometimes you need to have those moments because yeah. it helps you grow up. A hundred percent. You know, and like I said before, my husband's way more mature than I am. He's constantly <laughs> like, what are you doing? You don't need that. That's why he says he's the boss, huh? Yeah, that's, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he knows at the end of the day, I'm like, well, what do you think? <laughs> but um, but it's because I value his opinion and he's incredibly mm. intelligent. He understands what I'm trying to do. Right. Um, and that's really the most important thing, you know, for me. Because it. the other thing, too, is like, there's so many snakes out here. There's so Ooh, many people just trying wait, to take wait, advantage. Wait, wait, wait. So what you could. What'd you say? So many Snakes out her. There's so many snakes. You understand? So many balding like that. There's so many. Shout out Ball wearing Big Rich tonight recording, <laughs> producing. Shout out to my podcast. We outside. We outside. We outside. We outside. Lisa, tell them. We outside. We outside. Um, and we got snakes sometimes, so be careful on them grasses. You feel And me? I've seen it. You know, even even recently, like people will be very, very nice to me. And say, I love Boston Cannabis Week, and I love that what you're doing, and I love this and that. And Where's then the support, they get loose with their words sometimes in front of the wrong people, you know? Oh, it's you happened. gotta be careful with your words, guys. Yeah, it's, it's important. It's, it's happened, you know, occasionally, but mm-hmm. and that's fine. It is what it is. I don't need everyone to be my fan. Of course. But, or your friends. Uh, I would just like <laughs> the respect of understand that I'm trying to build something in the community whether you appreciate it or not. 100%. And I can relate with my podcast. I feel like not not maybe the back talking but more support. Like it's mm-hmm. like a lot of people say they support but it's like where's the support? You know what I'm saying? It's like something so positive. Like look yeah. what we're putting out tonight. Boston fucking Canvas Week. Somebody who's fucking awesome supporting so many people in the Boston community. So you know it's just about you know seeing who's real, seeing who's not. And you know what? Honestly, worrying about yourself. I think that's the biggest thing that I've been learning um, over the past couple of years. Like, worry about you. Like I said earlier, your own competition. Like, mm-hmm. literally no one can be you. No one will ever have your name. No one will ever see out of your eyes, be in your body. Just be yourself. No one can ever be who you are, you know? And people don't get that. They just want to be other people. 
Um, Honestly, you need to say that again because it's so true. It's like you people need to be other people. Be, yeah. Yeah. It's like understand that. I had to get to this place, too. Right. Because like there's a lot of people I used to look at as competition. I genuinely feel like I don't have competition. There's now. no competition. There's yo. no competition because I'm not competing with any other cannabis event out Woo! here. I'm not. I'm not. It's not. That's not what it's about. She's working it's with like, them instead. Yo, there's room Just for work with everybody. There's room for everyone to do At their the, thing. Everyone can eat. There's My room. table is big enough. You right. feel me? That's like, that Boston-ish, that crabs in a barrel nonsense yeah. where like, I can't be successful and you can't be successful. So I got to make sure that you are not successful so, so that it doesn't appear on me. I'm super successful. Like, what? Yeah, like that like, nonsense I'm not down for. Yes. So, you know, and, and, you know, I'm not perfect. There are times where I Preach. feel and i feel like yes like what are people actually doing out here you know but at the end of the day i don't have to agree with how other people are running their events i don't have to agree with how other people are running their businesses nope. there's room for all of us to exist in this pond right honestly even if we're not like always working together or whatever we can just be mutual like there is there doesn't have to be any type of vibe it can just be whatever it is and yeah. that's it it's just cool to be whatever it is is exactly right right yeah and I feel like that's in any, like, if you don't have a business or you're not working in the industry scene or whatever, if it's with family, friends, yourself, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can relate in any aspect of life. Just don't compete. Like, yeah. you are who you are. Right. And um, that kind of, you know, eases me into uh, what I wanted to ask you. And I'm not sure if you heard this on the previous podcast, but throughout season one, um, and today is season two. So shout out season two, episode 33. 33 is a very lucky number. So it's young, about right? change, transition, positivity, um, you know, recognizing the people and things around you and your blessings. So, you know, check your numbers, recognize things. Um, but anyways, I... Uh, wanted to ask you and I've asked my other guests on season one and you can answer this in any way you want you can literally be like Jesse I don't want to fucking answer this question I don't care Enjoy. you can be you can give me a long detailed answer um but just to you as Lisa Finelli however you are and yourself um what do you feel like it means to be an old soul in a young world even if you don't feel like you're an old soul in the young world or that's not what you vibe with just kind of what do you think I'm it is? I'm definitely an old soul in a young world. 100%. Oh, shit. Old soul, definitely. Oh, shit. Old soul young world. Shut up, Alvin. And my husband is too, actually. We talk about this frequently. We are <laughs> traditional. Yo, I'm going to have to bring him on, I think, yeah, one you day. Might. He'll, he'll have like, he's. We'll uh, go deep. Yeah, he'll go deep. He'll go real deep. Um, there. It's very hard sometimes to communicate with people on certain levels when there's this gap of information, education, whether it's a generational gap or whatever it is. Yeah. But I frequently feel like things that I hold very dear to my heart, things that are important to me mm -hmm. are far gone with the wind at mm -hmm. this point. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I, I've said to my husband several times in the past few months, I don't like it here. Like, I mean, I love this planet. I love our life. I yes. love, but I don't like some of the things that I'm encountering day to day. Yeah. I don't love some of the things that I'm seeing day to day. And I don't love the celebration of mediocrity mm -hmm. in, in the way that we're seeing it on this level right now. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, you can... Put, put that, and then that's not specific to cannabis. That's just like. In any way that you want to take it. We're just like happy to do this much. And I, I don't understand how the bar is so low, you know? And I'm not, like, saying that to slight anybody else. It's just, 
I always feel like I want to do better because I want my family, you know, I want my family to be proud of me. I want my husband to be proud of me. Yeah. I want, I want my husband to be able to retire. Honestly, that's my dream. It's not even for like me to retire. I'll keep working. I don't care. I want him to be able to retire and like not have to work and yeah. like just pay our mortgage and just pay our bills and like, let it be that that is like the ideal to me. Yeah. Um, and I feel like we've gone to this, we've gotten very far from that place where yeah. different things are idolized in this, in this world that we landed in. And that's the that's the part where I go. I'm an old soul here. Mm-hmm. This is, doesn't feel like <laughs> like where I arrived mm-hmm. when the ship for the alien ship first dropped me off. It was a different place. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be this location, <laughs> yeah. but it ended up being here. It so I'm trying. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe 50 years earlier I was supposed to be. I don't know. Honestly, um, that was such a beautiful answer, and and it was so fucking genuine, and it was so real, and I I really felt that, and um such a perfect way to start of season two because that's why I started the show. You know, I just always um, felt like I was out of place. Like, I'm like, why the fuck? Like, I literally, when I was talking about being depressed, being anxious, I literally used to say, why am I here? Why am I here? Like, I don't understand what this... Right. This globe spinning in the space universe with these yeah. stars and I'm supposed to believe that I'm supposed to do this and work a nine to five and believe in all these things. And you know what I'm saying? Like you just are taught a lot of things and it's confusing. And then when you start to, like you said, realize you're like, huh, but I don't think everybody questions. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. I think that's the differential. Yeah. Like um, I think some people can go their whole life and maybe not ever have that question of why am I here or what am I doing or what's my purpose um and i'm not saying that's good or bad i'm just saying there's a difference and i think that you know being able to recognize yourself and being able to come upon those thoughts and really like go within and be like yo this is a little fucking weird like you know the i don't really agree because it's it's easy to say you agree it's not easy to say you don't agree you know what I'm saying? When everyone else in the room right. agrees. Right. Um, so you really have to put yourself and be it's vulnerable. It's hard to stand, up. Hard to to stand, stand up. up and be like, I disagree with all of your opinions, exactly. especially now more than ever. It's 100%. like, hundred percent. You like, you like the wrong tweet Ooh, and it's like, you're done. Out. Your career is done. Watch out. Like, that's what, that's the basic Make level. The wrong we're down to. And see I heard, what happens. I heard, some, I can, you know, I'm not going to take credit for this. I don't remember who said it, but I heard a comedian say very recently, and I thought it was a genius idea that everybody on social media should have to be verified. That you have to have a certain level of clout, work, whatever it is, to be able to just run your mouth. Yeah. And I was like, I can get down with that. You know, I really appreciate that in a way. Yeah. Because there's so many people nonsense shit, just talking shit and then convincing other people of shit that they just talked. And like... Bots are a thing. They fight... People fight with fake computers online. What's this? Like... Oh, bots. Yeah. Just oh, like bots. I feel you. Yeah. And like people are tweeting at each other with no picture. <laughs> oh, my God. And not a real handle. And they're, it's they're like quitting their whole mark? day. Like ruining their whole day. Like you're lost in a technology in a computer. Like this world is so much more. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and to bring it back to cannabis, like our world is built off of nature. It's built off of, right. you know, like we're, you need to go back to the back of the back. Like, what did we come from? Right. We didn't have all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have this technology, these lights. I'm blessed to even be able to put this podcast out and be able to have a space and age and be in a day where I can talk as a young female. Right. And then I'm given a voice that I'm able to put this out and not be, you know, um, 
ostracized ostracized thank you yeah like you know because there are some people who still today in 2021 there's women who could never do this you know what i'm saying we still in 2021 have people who cannot speak out um but anyways uh you know guys we are really built off nature off off like literal plants and soil and earth and cannabis and you just need to like be on the lookout and and realize your own truth and if you believe in things that other people don't believe in question maybe yourself and question them but really look within and see what's important to you because i think that's what lisa said when she was talking about her businesses you know you know one was a passion but what was going to build and what was going to grow and what's very important for the future. Um, And even if you don't know why you're here, like, I don't know, you have any advice to anyone who feels like they don't know why the fuck they're here? (laughs) Honestly. So it's like, you just got to find a thing that makes your heart happy. And it, it doesn't need to even be like what you do. My husband constantly says, be selfish. And him being selfish is like spending time with family and, you know, doing the thing he, he wants to do, not what he is supposed to be doing or has to be doing. Right. It's like doing the thing you want to do. Um, right. I, somebody once said to me, Dan Crothers of uh, Stone and Skillet, a. very successful uh, co-founder, said to me, go an inch wide, but a mile deep. <laughs> and it took me a long time to understand what he meant. And he explained it at the time, but... Now that I'm doing Boston Cannabis Week full time, I understand what he meant. So he was saying, do one thing, do it exceptionally well and do it better than anybody else. And that was his thing with Stone and Skillet, which is now available in restaurants and stores throughout the country. Wow. So with Boston Cannabis Week, that's the thing. That's the thing that we're going to do. And we're going to go a mile deep on that. Yes. So that's Go all out. This year was, my whole team will say it, almost every call we ended with, all gas, no brakes, baby. All gas, no brakes. So this year was all gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. We're going to either, you know, slide into the wall at 100 miles an hour or it's going to go. Yeah. So that, and literally even today we got off calls and everybody was like, all right, all gas, no brakes. See you later. I feel like that's the name of the podcast now. All, All gas, gas, no breaks. breaks. It yeah. has to be episode, you know, fucking 30, fucking three. All gas, no breaks. Season two. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, everybody listening in like, guys, it takes work. It takes patience. It takes time. It takes effort. It takes pain. Like it takes you learning and growing, going through shit to get to that goal. Like Lisa said, whatever it may be, your passions could be anything. You know, if you want, you're a writer whatever it is anything like a hairdresser i don't even know but you guys can do it like it doesn't matter what your goal is just working towards it every day and i think consistency is key yeah and you don't need permission Ah. you don't need permission from anybody just sit down and write yep you want to give yourself permission just turn on the phone right start doing it right give yourself permission to just be accepted and and do do what it is you Mm -hmm. know like you find yourself in really interesting positions and situations like i was oh i was <laughs> when i came in we mentioned earlier i said oh there was one time that i did smoke on camera yes and she didn't smoke on camera tonight guys i'm I did, sorry well, i was i had a little drink and i don't i'm trying She's to be like, responsible i gotta drive i'm I trying to be a little that. responsible your husband's gonna like that he's yeah, gonna be like oh that's my girl yeah probably not <laughs> uh he'd be like oh she probably smoked before she walked in <laughs> oh, that up, bitch yeah. is always high <laughs> <laughs> 
That's what I'd be like. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> we actually would say Fiona's always hot. We we call each other Shrek and Fiona. Because we're going like to cry. we're a family so of cute. ogres. I, can't, oh, I can't. So We have cute. two dogs. They're like we're all ogres. We just oh, break everything. My gosh. Dirt every. My house is very clean, but like we're ogres. Yes. We're, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so he'd be like, "Yeah, Fiona smokes weed all day. That's what she does. That's what she does. <laughs> That's but, amazing." Um, Shout out, yeah. Shrek. So, like, I, the show with Redman, while he was here, they decided to shoot a music video. So I just get a text like, "Yo, come down to the shoot." Mm-hmm. Dressed, ready to be on camera. Like, I, uh, like, well, uh, I can't say no, so I. All right. <laughs> but it's a Redman video, so what does that mean? Like, I'm not, a, I'm not, you know, like, I don't know, like, how do they think I'm going to show up, you know? <laughs> right. Um. So I get there, and it's, it's, they're pretty much just a whole bunch of people smoking weed in a room. And I was like, I can get down with this. Thanks. I can do that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the video is out there now. You'll see me in glimpses of it? it. Where can we find that? Yo, I used to smoke I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it in a long time. I mean, you saw, I was sitting here smoking with you. <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, too, I think the, the song was called Too High to Come Down. Hey, okay. Yeah. So you already know when you pull yeah, up, you're like, all right. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that's sitting out Imagine there somewhere. Imagine if you were like, nah, though. Like, I feel like they'd be like, get out, white girl. <laughs> no, he no, he would still bring I, you in. He, he, I right, do going. a little something in the back then. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you, you know, I wasn't really trying to like be in the video. I was like, how much of me is gonna be a like a fun like, or like <laughs> like I gotta. It's you know, I'm I'm used to being around people who are always on camera. I've never I'm not, been in a music video. Is it like were you nervous? Weird. No, because yeah. it's like repetitive. It's like uh, the song keeps playing. Just keep they keep it. shooting. Mm. They keep playing. I keep rolling. They keep playing. Yeah. We keep smoking. Like yep. literally, that's yeah. all it was. Um cut. Start. Yeah. Cut. Right, right, right. <laughs> um yeah, but it you find yourself in situations like that, like, is this real? Is this real life? Facts. You know? Yeah. Like, just kind of being in those situations um, and some of the people I've been blessed to be around and yes. some of the people I've been able to see perform and be a part of their process is just wild. It's crazy. Yeah. So, and now, you know, the, with Boston Cannabis Week, so the first year we had Lupe Fiasco, Bia, and Slain. Bia. Yes. I was the last booking before she, I like. I think I was painting at that show. Yes, you Was were. that outside the yes, bridge? Yes, it was outside yeah, that same yeah, park. Yeah, I was painting at that show. It yes. was lit. And Yo, that, Bia killed it. The next day, and Rihanna was it. tweeting about her. Shut the hell and up. And that was it. Like, that, yeah, Rihanna was into her song with Russ. Oh, yeah, that's a dope yeah, song. That was so good. Yeah. So she's tweeting. The next day, I was like, oh, my God. I said, I was like, yo, Rihanna's tweeting about Bia. And that was it. Like, oh, my God. So we were God. the last Boston booking before she, like, blew up, blew up, blew up to where yeah. she is now. Good for her, yeah. Um, and now this year, like, with the artists we're working with, Freddie Gibbs is having quite the run right now. Oh, my gosh, he so is. I am yeah. so excited to welcome yeah. him to Boston. Yeah, there's um, a lot of talk about him lately. At least that talk. I've been here. Yeah, there's a lot know. of talk about him right now. Yeah. Um, and Mick Jenkins, too. Mick Woo! Jenkins has been killing it since Woo! back in the yeah. day, yo. He's killing it. Mick Jenkins had the best the waters? Instagram post. Oh, my God. What was it? He put up the Boston Cannabis Week flyer. And he said, yo, me, catch up with me in Boston. Cannabis Week only happens 52 weeks a year. Oh, my God. I was like, God. this dude. I he love this so dude. Lit. I love this dude. Already. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, guys, and on that note, 
Boston Canvas Week is every day, every week. Um, we support Lisa um, and what you, she's everyone. doing with Boston Canvas Week and, you know, um, Boston Canvas Beyond. I'm saying that BCW wrong. BCW Beyond. BCW, sorry. BCW yeah. Beyond. Um, and, you know, thank you so much for wanting to come even, like, talk to us about what you're doing, your growth. Um, the event is going to be amazing, guys. I myself am going to be going. I hope you guys are going to be joining. Like I said, this is going to be dropping on Monday, the first day, which mm -hmm. means you have the whole rest of the week That's you can right. go to any of the events if they're not sold out because you know it's lit um but okay. it, it might be <laughs> but we're so excited and blessed um to have you come talk about this and you know um i don't know if you want to plug yourself or the instagrams or any social medias for all your social medias but if <laughs> you want them. to <laughs> thank you i'm just thank you for having me on and this was so nice it was so great to meet the whole crew and just like be here and talk to you uh bostoncannabisweek.com for tickets September 20th to the 26th. Yep. We have everything going on during the week that you could possibly think of. Yes. We have five free events available to the public. So there's no reason not to get down there. No excuses, uh, muff. Thank you. Our incredible partners are all going to be down there. We have some fun games going on. We have uh, live art going on. We have food vendors. Come on. We have all sorts of fun happening Let's throughout the go. day. So please come down, support. We are Boston Cannabis Week is a women-owned business. We are a community-based business. So please come down and support all that good stuff. Hey, um, you can hit her up on Instagram if you want at yes. uh, at Boston Cannabis Week on IG. My I'm uh, only Lisa Marie on mm -hmm. IG. Yep. Um, and and uh, yeah, send us a DM, hit us yep. up, tag us. Uh, if you uh, get your tickets, make sure you tag us. Maybe we'll give you some give away some fun stuff. Hey. So, you know, guys, make sure you follow her. Look at the events for next week. Tune in on any day. You guys are free after you hear this. Go check it out. I'm going to be there. Lisa's going to be there. It is going to be lit. It's going to be a great week. Um, again, thank you for everyone who's been tuning in in season one. We had so many great people on 32 episodes. Um, I just put out a video on my Instagram. That's J-E-S-S-I-E underscore E triple -S -S -E -L, L Y. Um, don't forget the triple L. <laughs> uh, and, you know, you can see that there it has everyone listed in the credits of the video shout out Shaw for Shaw for editing it shout out um Baldwin Biz for all his producing throughout all the seasons in a vibe podcast um you know for taking me under their wing and becoming my team um you know shout out Lisa Finelli again in Boston Canvas Week we are just so hyped about this so everybody please get your tickets please go <laughs> um cheers to you Lisa again cheers. thank, thank you, you for coming on <laughs> everyone thank you, everybody. you can catch me next Next week here on season two, um, Old Soul Young World with your host, Jesse Ellie. You've been on the move, been trying to catch up to you. How much more time do you need in this place? See you rocking on new taste. You've been on the way. Only a matter of time till you come my way. I'm still right where you left me. And it's still not too late to make history. Don't take this the wrong way. Oh, I did the wrong.